Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz, a podcast where we talk sports and get a buzz on. As always, that buzz is brought to you by the beautiful, the delicious, Strange Land Brewery. Ah, beer for any occasion. Every occasion, all occasion. Yeah, it's like this every week, Dale. I always forget. Come every on. week, I'll take that one. Come on, it's an Oktoberfest. I'll hey, take my Oktoberfest. It's never an amateur hour without fucking up from the beginning. I'm an amateur. Do you want another headless gentleman, yeah, or would you like a pills? Pop, pop that sucker. Alright. Now keep going with the intro, though. Where were you? Where were we recording? I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. <laughs> my co-host, Coach. It's Dale. <laughs> My producer ballad pressing buttons, Howdy, making sure the show sounds good. Yes, uh, yes, all right. As always, we are coming to you from Austin, Texas, in Casa de Ballad. It is October twenty second. Uh, coming to you from a from a Monday. Um, if you are listening, you are listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Please follow us, subscribe on iTunes. Make sure you stay up to date with all the episodes posted. Give us some five star reviews and share out those new episodes to all your friends. Let us know. How we're doing? Uh, Domingo the Flamingo is hanging out, and uh, Lana moved around for a little bit. Uh, I think she's still alive, so that's good. Uh, this is our amateur hour. We will get into show business. We got uh, a lot of football to talk about. Um, no Texas game this week, but we will still have a Texas ten. We'll get into that. Uh, our sponsors from day one, Strange Land Brewery. We are drinking uh, a couple different beers. We got the uh, Oktoberfest on the table. The Headless Gentleman coach is drinking that. And I got myself uh, one of my personal favorites, the Plowshare Saison. Um, but there's a Halloween party coming up this week at Strangeland. Bal, do you want to tell the people about the Halloween party? <laughs> do I? Strangeland party this Saturday, the 27th, 5 to 10 Going to be the first opportunity to get in on beer poking, which everyone knows is a lot of fun. And uh, you're going to have the opportunity to drink out of a pumpkin. Uh, not sure of the size, not sure what kind of pumpkin. People don't know. There's a lot of different kind of pumpkins out there. A lot of pumpkins. But uh, yeah, uh, be going to be a good old fun time over at the Strangeland Brewery. Last time I went out there to a party, Adam brought out this glass that was probably meant for about 10 gallons of fluid. And he brought as much liquid as he could in that glass. So I can't imagine the size of these pumpkins and the amount of alcohol they're going to have in them. But it's going to be a good time. Big old pumpkins. Big old jack-o'-lanterns. Uh, it's a Halloween party. I can only assume people are supposed to uh, to dress up. Um, I mean, if I'm going, I'm, I'm definitely going to be dressed up. That would up. make sense, yeah. It's got to be some sort of concept, yeah. costume contest. or um, Another place, they'll have a... Uh, Halloween parties, Mountain Breeze Campground. I will be out there. Uh, bring some strange lands with me, and got a DJ costume contest. Be a bunch of food. Uh, bring some more food. Uh, share with us. It'd be great. But uh, speaking of, this is kind of our Halloween episode. Uh, kind of, unless we do. Kind of, unless we do one next week. Um, maybe we need to talk about how. Which Halloween I mean, costumes. the Redskins, the Red Sox will have lost in five by then, right? Dang, it's very possible. Yeah. Uh, he show. did. He did say it technically. Uh, but follow our sponsors on Twitter at Strangeland Brew. Check out all the info mountainbreezecamp.com. Uh, and follow us at Sports Buzz TX. Let's get into show business. 
Uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, Halloween costumes? You guys have plans for Halloween costumes, or are we just gonna save that? Um, I mean, I got plans for Halloween. What? What do you do? You have your costume already uh, designated? I do. Yes, what it's been a big do? year uh, in the golfing world. So I'm gonna go as uh, Eldrick Woods, Eldrick Tiger Woods. What, what, what does that look like? I'm gonna go with the red, the red Nike polo, black pants, and black hat. Special guest of the podcast calling in. Oh boy, let's see. Uh, let's, let's see who see we, we got. got. Oh, well, this is Zach in the Sports Buzz. I'll drink for that one. Oh, yeah. Making him drink right off the bat. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Oh. So that's our uh, our co-host, Mr. Chad Goodall. Uh, this week, coming to you live from Monday Night Football in Hotlanta. How's Hotlanta. it going, Chad? Oh, dude, it's going well, going well. At the game, no big deal. Just giving you guys a little insight. Hey, obviously, oh, man. Definitely not the game. <laughs> I was gonna say this is the amateur hour, so that would be uh, a drink for you if you <laughs> if you were talking pro sports on an amateur show. It's true. Wait to meet those tonight. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, Chad. Sounds like you're drinking along with the show, which is always appreciated. We appreciate when the listeners can can get in on the buzz. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Chad, you're you're just in time to tell us what you're gonna be for Halloween. We're all going around talking about our Halloween costumes. What do uh, what do you have planned for uh, this oh, October? Man. Such a great question. Such a great question. So, um, I'll be going as a homeowner. I think I'm gonna pull it back to um, this year. Uh, I do have a house this year, so we do actually get trick or treaters. Ooh. So I actually have to dress up at this point. So I'm going to throw it back to uh, the good old coach, man. I think I'm going to pull the coach out this year. Get yep. the headset on, put the armband on. Uh, throw it back to uh, to the good old uh, offensive coordinator this year. A uh, uh, costume that I love. and We can't uh, have two coaches on the show. I was going to say, Chad, we, we ran that last year, and we've already got a coach on the show, so you've got to get more creative than that. Okay, If you're if you're going to dress up for trick-or-treaters, which is not how trick-or-treating works, by the way, the trick-or-treaters are the ones who dress up, but you know, fine by you. Sure. You're going you're, you're gonna to have to step it up a notch there. You're going to have to step it up. Well, yeah. I, I will yeah. say in your defense, Chad, that uh, – our, our show has just miraculously known what is going on, even from our contributors who are not here. Uh, big old MDR earlier this week uh, brought up haircuts, which we talked about. But, uh, you know, I had thought about going as Gundy with my mullet, but the mullet's gone. So uh, now I think I'm going to have to go as something much more villainous. So the coaching duties will be left to you for Halloween, Chad. Yeah, well, I, I, will, I will say this, that I did see pictures of you, Coach. Um, at the last wedding that you were at, and I, I, I was hoping and praying that you did not let the mullet go because you promised me that you were going to keep the mullet up until you got married. So that that was a thought. Of it is kind of disappointing. That definitely lie. That thought definitely crossed my mind. Yeah, good. It's only when disappointment crosses your mind then I'm good with it. Uh, so yeah, I will definitely step in. And if I had to grow a mullet, then hey, I gotta grow a mullet. All right, but uh, the Van Gundy would have been fantastic. Just saying. Uh, Chad, we're celebrating our second year anniversary with the show. We know you've only been here officially with the show maybe a year. You've only been on the show like a few times since you joined it. But what's it like yeah, to watch us say, like, grow the show for two years? <laughs> what's what's it like to watch uh, your three best friends uh, commit to something and you just kind of fall by the wayside? <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, it's fantastic. <laughs> this... what, what more do I want to be able to come whenever I want to and be a part of the show? And you guys carry most of the weight. I mean, come on. But... What better I mean, throwback? Whenever, whenever I show up, it's like the highlight. And then you guys <laughs> just kind of fill in all the other parts. So... I mean, what, what more do you want, right? Yeah, you're absolutely right, Chad. You know, for our anniversary show, we figured we'd kick it back to the old school ways of the three of us recording and you having to call your ass in. <laughs> hey, I absolutely love it. And it, I mean, I've never part of the show until you guys give me a nickname. So until that actually happens, then I'm never really officially a part of the show. So 
just saying, everyone's got nicknames but me. So, uh, until that I'm never really officially part of it. Um, however, I do just want to shout out, and I know this is the amateur hour, but, uh, Coach, congratulations on your Boston Red Sox. Okay? Um, That's a dream. I know you're at the game, and you're a piece of shit for being at the game and talking mad shit. And, uh, I will say that you are very heisty these days, so I hope you're carrying that over into everything you do. Hey, you know, man... Uh, because you have been trolling people like it's nobody's business. <laughs> it is fantastic. It is hey, so man, we awesome. did not have enough troll tolls to feed this podcast enough, so I had to make sure we got by for the rest of the year. I love it. I absolutely love it. Don't change. <laughs> uh, Never change. Boston wins, right? Because at this point, who cares about anyone else? Absolutely. Uh, well, Chad, Chad, we appreciate you calling in. Uh, we're gonna get back to show business, sir. Don't don't drive, obviously. But maybe don't even leave your hotel room. Just uh, enjoy your time in Hotlanta, and uh, hopefully, we'll see you next week. Absolutely, absolutely, bros. Love you guys. Catch you on the flip side. Young money, cash money. <laughs> uh, well, a little way not a studio tonight, but yeah, I know that. Uh, Chad loves to hear from uh, Weezy F. Well, for a second there, we did have everybody in studio, at least everybody's voice in yeah. studio. Um, that was our roll call. Good, good timing from Chad. Yep. Uh, Took up a healthy portion of show business. That's okay, though. I mentioned uh, we are recording on Monday. We talked about this being our two-year anniversary show. Uh, proud of you guys for dealing with this and uh, showing up for two years. That's just pretty impressive. I'm, I'm happy for it. Um, two. We are always looking for guests to call in. Uh, as Chad just did, we can we can talk anything with you guys. Pro sports, college sports, whatever you guys want. Uh, we do have a show back going on. We took the Giants plus four and a half uh, against the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, Atlanta's up 10 to three right now. But the Giants just got a challenge for a fumble, so they've got the ball in there now inside the red zone looking to do some damage. So hopefully they come through with some points this time. We need some points. We talked a little bit about Halloween costumes. So you're going as Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, yeah. A white Tiger Woods, I can only assume. I'm I'm not a racist. I'm not going blackface. Wouldn't going blackface be the non-racist thing to do? The laggers. Uh, that, that... I think an argument can be made that if you were gonna, if you're going as a white tiger, if you were gonna honor Tiger Woods, you would go all out and and don't forget these part Asian too. Okay, so you need to to really uh, be about it if you're gonna do it. Yeah, you're gonna have to go blackface and tape your eyes to the side. Yeah, don't be don't be disrespectful. Okay? First of all, I'm not going blackface because there's a huge group of black people at our campground this weekend. So are you Chinese or Japanese? <laughs> I'm not trying to get killed. Okay, so. I will be going as Tiger Woods with the Sunday red with black pants, black shoes, and a black hat. No, we watch golf. But I'm just saying, I, as as a as an Asian American, I will be offended if your eyes are not slanty for for your Tiger Woods costume. You know, let let your African American friends decide what they'll be upset about. But as as the guy over <clears> here, <throat> this is upsetting to me. Uh, Coach, I also have a golf tournament this weekend, so maybe Tiger Woods being Tiger Woods all weekend would be a, a smart idea. Uh, no, have, have you, besides that one golf tournament, he has not really done that great other than that. False. Coach, Halloween costume. Um, well, the mullet's gone, so my best costume ideas are out the window. It really narrows your range. But I may still just go buy a mullet wig just to be Billy Ray Cyrus for shits and gigs. <laughs> sounds, like, sounds like a great idea. You could be Keith Stone. I am Bill. Or I could go buy one of those like Afro wigs and really push it down, and then be Howard Stern. I mean, or, Howard Stern. Yeah. You could go Zeke Elliott with the Afro. That Afro is out of control, by the way. <clears throat> yeah, but I'd have to find a giant red kettlebell, and I just don't have time. <laughs> and you'd have to go blackface if he was going to really respect <laughs> Zeke Elliott. Okay, that's that would that would not be appropriate if he. Uh, I'm already a POC, so I think I just have to tan a little more, like just do the spray tans like real hard, and just get dark. Yeah, that's that's an option. That is an option. Did you did you tell us what you were gonna be or No, I'm going uh do you guys ever watch the show Recess? Yeah. Yeah. And Haley and I are doing TJ and Spinelli. Oh nice. 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 I, yeah. That is solid. I had a friend who wanted to do Spinelli, but she can't do it by herself because then she just looks like a punk kid. Yeah, you can't you have to have you, a you TJ. Yeah. You gotta have a TJ. And you gotta have a Spinelli. Really it'd be great to have the whole gang. Oh. I can't I can't remember anyone's name. Gretchen. How many how many recess characters can you name? Gretchen. Uh, I haven't just seen named the show all three of the ones. No, who's the fat kid? 
Well, I can't remember his name. Is it Billy? He's got the amazing singing voice. So then we right. need to know that. That's him. probably the only character I could be for that. You could be that. <laughs> he is white. I could be Billy. You had to die here if you were going to be a yeah, There is a black guy on the show. I can't remember his name, but he was good at sports, which was on brand. Yeah, but no Mexicans in recess. Like, what's up with that? Uh, it's a racist yeah. show. It's a, uh, yeah. It's, it's a racist show. Why the half a nation is the way it is. All right. I think we should get off of this topic. Yeah, we need to get into to some, uh, some sports talk because uh, we definitely have talked enough about all this. Uh, oh, uh, quick update on sport on the uh, show bet. The Giants just kicked a field goal and six are ten. down 6-10. to ten. So we're, plus. We're, in the, we're okay right back now. Back in the black. But we're going to get into sports talk and forget about this game for a bit and not talk about it. Let's do a week eight recap, Ballad. Week eight. Guys, let's start on let's start on Thursday night. Stanford and Arizona. Stanford gets a win on the road, twenty to thirteen. Any surprises here? No, not against Arizona, but Stan- Stanford is trash. Uh, Bryce Love, you're going to go to the NFL, but that's probably the best. His thing draft you stock has fallen. It's not his fault. Their team is Offensive bad. Offensive line is Their not good. Their team is good. really bad. Yeah. And just crazy because at the beginning of the year, they were ranked the best offensive line in the country, if I recall correctly. So, yeah, I don't know what the problem is there in Stanford. Yeah, I mean, they've got a multitude of issues and a pretty weak Pac-12, so they're going to be fighting for their lives the rest of the way, and deservedly so because they are not very good right now. Um, I always try, I'd always try to decide if, I should, if we should tackle these games by importance or by the – or how I scroll through them, and obviously we're going to go as I scroll through them. So uh, I just want to say real quick that I watched the Boise State-Colorado State game because Uncle Mac was interested. I can't stand watching games on the Smurf turf. Like, if I would have known... It's so hard to watch! If I would have known, if I would have remembered that the game was at Boise State, I, I just would not have gotten involved. Were they wearing blue jerseys on blue field? It, it was it was probably. I don't know. I'm colorblind, so it was real hard to tell everything. And that's just just super frustrating. Fifty six twenty eight. Is that just a gray game for you? It's it's a whole lot of. I can't tell if I'm losing this bet. Oh wait, I bet on Colorado State. I probably because you're what red blue colorblind. Green blue. Green blue. Yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Game over. Uh, Alabama beats Tennessee fifty eight to twenty one. I don't know why I do. <laughs> uh, no big surprise here, but I wanted to talk about a trend that uh, in the betting world, if you bet. Alabama first halves and then bet against them in the second half, you'd be like 14 and one on the season. You'd be a millionaire. 15 and one. 15 and one. <laughs> Finally jumped on this bandwagon. Only win of the week. So if you learned how Uncle Mac did this weekend, <laughs> there's the sneak preview. It wasn't good. But Alabama, I mean, Tennessee, you know, say what you will about them, but they, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but after getting beat 58 to 21, it feels like they're on the up and up. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, They're still not the real UT. No, of course not. Never have been, never will be. Here we go, boys. Purdue, 49, Ohio State, 20. Where are the Purdue haters now? Right here. Still here. Still, I still don't think Purdue's any good. I just think Ohio State had a really bad game. Dude, Dwayne Haskins threw it 73 times. For 40, 470 yards, two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, they, because it was 14-3 to at halftime, and it was 21-6 to going into the fourth quarter. Yeah. You kind of got to throw the football. Right, but, dude, Ohio State looked weak. They got pushed around all game long. Purdue, Purdue just, I mean, they, they wanted it more. Great. They wanted it more. They, they wanted a lot more. And after starting 0-3, racking four wins together, uh, I guarantee – uh, from is going to get a big coaching job after this. That's season. what I've heard. And a lot of the talk is on, uh, um, I heard something today. Forget about it. Uh, I did hear that he's in line for a big time job. I mean, you, you take down the number two ranked team in the country. Um, they're going to string together a couple more wins. Definitely be bowl eligible. Purdue, the Boilermakers. I just want to say that I was right. Yeah, I mean, uh, big props to Purdue. I think the, the I think the one thing that they did was go back to that Penn State game and review the film because Purdue looked very vulnerable against Penn State. And if Penn State doesn't make bad coaching decisions, they probably win that game too. Penn State, though, has shown that they're not that great of a team, which to me shows that Ohio State, although they're the class of 
the Big Ten that is 12, uh, (laughs) it's sort of a weak conference, in my opinion. Hot take. Hot take. Very hot. Like, I don't know if they're weaker than the Pac-12. I don't know if I'm ready to say that because I think Michigan and Ohio State are still better than, what, Stanford and Oregon. But Mm -hmm. honestly, like, Ohio State just looks vulnerable. Stronger than Pac-12, barely weaker than the Sun Belt. Moving on, Clemson beats down undefeated North Carolina State 41-7. to North Carolina State, undefeated no more after getting beat on the road. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence is the right choice at quarterback. Clemson looks, their offense looks really good. Um, NC State didn't even score until the fourth quarter, so this wasn't even a game at all. Again, another team that I think is going to be vulnerable down the line. They've got some tough games ahead. of. I mean, obviously Clemson is looking to being in the college football national championship. So they've got a tough road ahead of them. But I think they've got still a ways to climb. Yeah, they're the number two ranked team in the country. But they have a true freshman quarterback who has struggled with injury. Uh, Granted, it came from big plays. But is he going to stay healthy? Because there's no backup. There's no backup that helps him. Like for Alabama, if Tua goes down, they still have Jalen Hurts. There's Hertz no is, Kelly. There's didn't no Hertz Kelly just Bryant. get hurt? I mean, it's better that Hurts gets hurt than I think Hurts just had surgery hurt. on his ankle. He got hurt. Oh, really? Because he got played hurt. in the game. Yeah, this I think weekend. he got hurt. Oh, wow. That's... I heard some on the radio. Well, then, I mean, I just think maybe you know, I'm way off. But Clemson definitely doesn't have the backdrop that Alabama has, and I think that makes it a little bit tougher for them. LSU survives Mississippi State coming to town 19 to 3, a low scoring affair. Mississippi State has scored a total of 16 points in their last three outings. Florida State or uh, LSU, though, gets a, gets a win at home. Yeah, I wouldn't say they survived. Uh, this is a really good football team that that defense, when they need to turn it up, turned it up. Uh, Mississippi State got a field goal in the first quarter and really didn't even come close to to sniffing the end zone the rest of the game. Um, I will say LSU's uh, helmets were badass. If you guys saw these things, they were purple. And then in the light would change to like a yellow. It was like an iridescent paint. It was sick. Well, that's pretty cool. But um, I don't know if that's going to be enough for them to get over Alabama next week. I believe they take on Alabama next week. Uh, two weeks from now. Two yeah, weeks. two weeks. Okay, so not sorry. this weekend, but next. I apologize. Right in the middle of a wedding I'm going to. But uh, <laughs> they're probably going to be without one of their best secondary guys, White, uh, for I think a couple games. Um, and that would be a huge loss for them in that. No, the, the big loss here is that um, they lose. Uh, LSU leads lose one of their best linebackers after being called for targeting. I at think the that's end of the what game. it was. Yeah, it's Devin uh, White or something like that. Um, gosh, I, I I can't remember who it is, but he gets hit with targeting at the end of the game, and it, if if you if you look at it, it was definitely not a targeting call, and yeah, that's gonna be uh unless the SEC overturns it. He's going to miss the first half of the LSU Alabama game, uh, which is which is a really bad day for the Tigers. Is LSU game. off this week too? Yeah, they're both off. Oh off boy, bye. Oh boy. Uh, moving on to the Big Ten, the week Big Ten. Michigan takes care of little bro Michigan State on the road, twenty-one to seven. Yeah, yeah. they did. They did. Uh, the defense looked really good. Uh, Michigan State is still not as good as. People think they are. I mean, they had one win, um, and everybody was like, oh, oh they're going to beat Michigan now. No, not going to happen. Um, Shea Patterson just doing what he needs to do to win a game. Harbaugh, is, he's got a hell of a defense on that <laughs> all night football team. Yeah, the offense is just really inconsistent. They still got Ohio State on the schedule, so that's going to be a big one circled yeah. for both teams because Ohio State needs it, and Michigan is going to need it to stay alive. <laughs> Harbaugh needs it. Yeah, Har- Harbaugh needs it. I mean, Harbaugh is going to find himself a little security beating an in-state rival. That's that's a huge win for him against Michigan State by 14 sure. points. Michigan still got to play Penn State. They got to play Ohio State. They're lucky, though. Don't got to play Purdue. <laughs> Yeah. That's the best thing you could hope for in your schedule right now. That's right. Hey, you know Purdue is uh, tied for first place in the Big Ten as that. far as uh, conference 
title or conference record goes. If only thing it was a if it was a, a, a more strong conference than uh, we were talking about. <laughs> Oklahoma takes care of business on the road. Takes uh, TCU down fifty two to twenty seven. Cool. Next. Oregon goes on the road and loses to Washington State 34-20. This was the site of college game day. First time making an appearance at Pullman. Uh, it was a pretty cool site at game day with all the Washington State flags. Um, if any, if you watch game day, you know that Washington State flag has made an appearance there for the past, like I don't know, like 150 years, something ridiculous like that. That's wild. Yeah, every every week they a Washington State alumni goes to game day with that flag, and a game day was just filled with Washington State flags. Dude, so pretty, that is pretty cool. So wild. Lee Corso ends up picking Washington State for the big upset, and they come through for the old man. Uh, Lee Corso could not have predicted a better game. I mean, this was it was a good game. Oregon has been good. They definitely lack the consistency from really good teams. But again, Oregon is a little bit on the rise. You know, Washington State, the the old pirate Mike Leach, the old fighting Mike Leeches, he's gonna come up with an upset every now and then. Yeah, well, the, you know, Uncle Mac was interested in this game, so it it wasn't even close, really. You know, they, the Oregon Ducks could not score in the first half. It was twenty twenty seven to zero going in at halftime. Good job by the Oregon Ducks to fight back and make this almost respectable. But Gardner uh, Gardner Mishu has one of the sweetest mustaches in college football and the uh, the the miss you mustache might be the most brandable thing in college football right now if if someone's not making t-shirts people are losing out on money there so a uh, good job to uh, mike leach and in the cougars uh kentucky takes down vanderbilt 14 to 7 close one a uh, surprising matchup in the SEC. You you would have thought that Kentucky would have blown out Vanderbilt here. Uh, is this a sign of Kentucky coming back down to life a little bit, or do you think they just maybe overlooked no, Vandy? No, uh, Vanderbilt played pretty good last week against Florida. Um, they're not a bad football team. They just play in a really tough conference. Uh, they've, they've shown that they can play football. Uh, Kentucky... Yeah, they were four and zero, five and zero, whatever it was, until uh, they played A and M. They've just gotten lucky with an easy schedule, I think. But um, you know, Vanderbilt is not a horrible team. They just play in a really tough conference. Um, I mean, Kentucky's lucky to get away with that one. Kentucky's also going to start facing a little bit tougher games. I think they've had a decent stretch of games up until now their yeah. their first loss was against texas a&m um but if that's your first loss i can only imagine your schedule is getting tougher from there uh, i don't know the rest of their schedule but the rest of the way i can see kentucky falling quite a few spots in the polls <sighs> colorado drops their second game in two weeks to washington on the road 27 13 uh, i don't think this is a big surprise uh but more action on the pack 12 Jake Browning, huge day, uh, 150 yards passing and one touchdown. Um, big time athlete, Heisman candidate. Washington is elite. Watch out for Washington. I mean, Jake Browning is for sure going to go in into the NFL. Like, oh yeah, there's no doubt about oh, that. Yeah. I was just making a joke. Yeah, I mean, Washington is just they are who we thought they were, and <laughs> that game against Auburn is really telling, especially with kind of how Auburn's season has gone. They just lack consistency, and Washington themselves lack the ability to really punch punch it in in games early. Well, taking one step back, we failed to mention that Washington State is six and one, um, three and one in the Pac-12. So that I mean, they're they're a team to watch out for as well. Uh, technically, they do have a better record than Washington, so. And Can't by the way, Coach, game. there's going to be plenty of time in the season to make fun of Auburn, okay? You know, we got to win this week. we we got to take this week off as far as making fun of the, the Tigers. I haven't been here in a couple weeks, so I know, I've been saving that joke. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, Penn State survives Indiana on the road, 38-28. to Indiana. 33. 33-28. I know you're the numbers guy, but I make the scores around here. <laughs> uh, Indiana, a team that I don't think you want to play if you're in the Big Ten. They have been keeping it close, making these games a lot more interesting than maybe they should be against some of the top-tier talent in the Big Ten. I'm going to say, you it, you fuck around enough, 
sometimes you're going to find a win. Yeah. Uh, and Indiana is the epitome of that mantra right now. They feel like the Texas Tech of, of the Big Ten. <laughs> that was a good comparison. That's what I do after two years. Get something right. Uh, Temple serves Cincinnati their first loss of the season, 24-17. to 17. Dale, I know you're a big fan of the, the AAC. What, what are your thoughts on Temple, Cincinnati? In overtime. Ooh, in overtime. Um, good, good win. So you know how they did? You know? Do you know how they won in overtime though? No, I want to watch Temple. They scored a touchdown and then got an interception. <laughs> they, they sealed this game up, I believe, uh, if I remember that correctly. But uh, Temple, hoo hoo, go Owls! Temple Owls. That's right. That's right. <laughs> South Florida barely beats UConn just to remain undefeated at seven and zero, thirty-eight to thirty. Obviously not a marquee game of the weekend, but this is a really bad showing from South Florida. They were 32-point favorites in this game. 32? Yeah. I know oh. this because Uncle Mac was a little bit interested in oh, this oh one. God. Been fading UConn all season. It's paid dividends every week until Charlie Strong shows up to play. Charlie Strong still making my football life miserable. <laughs> Fuck you, Mr. Strong. Hey, he's still undefeated, and a win's a win. A win? I don't know if you know how this works, Dale, <laughs> but a win is not always a win, okay? That's not <laughs> how this works. I'm not, I'm not sure what you mean. Yeah. So they won and you lost? They won the game. They won. Some of us lost. Some of us lost more than others. <laughs> you guys can figure out... 32 points? Which side. Why would you not gobble those up? Because it's UConn. They haven't covered... All it's season. South Florida. They won by a point last Dude, week. UConn, though, hasn't been covering, like, three touchdown games. Like, yeah, they it's... have been bad. Like, and, and that's why it's so high is because they're mm. they're that bad. Like, they don't score normally. Mm. Like, UConn scores, like, three to ten points a Uncle game. Uncle Mac was a guy at the craps table who didn't know how to, when to walk away. Because we've been riding this UConn train, this fade UConn train all season, and here we go. It's one guy who had one good role, and you're going to keep... Sticking around for his second, what? third, fourth, what? fifth rolls. What does that say, though, about us here at Texas? If Charlie Strong just goes away and then wins, like goes undefeated. He's in two a garbage-ass conference. Two years after he's gone. Garbage-ass yeah. conference with equally garbage-ass teams. Like they're, it's all equal. That's how conferences work. Uh, he got lucky with Quentin Flowers at South Florida his first Last couple year. of years. Yeah. So this year, I don't know what he's doing. He must be doing something right. Good, Good for Strong. Who knows? Uh, Auburn gets a win against Ole Miss, 31-16. to Northwestern beats Rutgers by three points, 18-15. to Are we proud of Rutgers or disappointed with Northwestern here? Oh, you got to be disappointed with Northwestern. Yeah, They've been sure. playing some tough games, and Rutgers lost to Kansas, so you've got to feel bad that for That was Northwestern. Northwestern's first loss uh, in conference, I believe. So they're that's, also tied for first in the Big Ten West. That's, that's rough. That is rough. Um, gentlemen, I'm looking here. Ah, Scott Frost gets his first win of the season over Minnesota, 53 to 28. Scott Frost, welcome home. Welcome home. What about Chip Kelly? Are we still on Chip, uh, Ke- Chip, Chip Kelly's suicide watch? He's got no. back-to-back wins. Yeah, Chip oh, Kelly. two in a row. Back-to-back wins. Barely beats Arizona by one. I believe the score was 31 to 30. Winning streak. All right, guys. LA. So who finishes with a better record? I've been listening for a couple weeks now, and I, I got to get y'all's guys' take on this. Who finishes with a better record? Scott Frost or Chip Kelly? Chip Kelly. Scott Frost. Yeah, I got to lean towards Scott Frost as well. I think the, Seriously? I think the I schedule think so, yeah. is a lot easier for Scott Frost. He's got a give me game, this a gimme game. This Chip is Kelly up. plays in the Pac-12. Yeah, but his hardest games are – he's still got like two – Two really hard games ahead of him. So actually, uh, they're both rough spots right now. Like they're both really actually. Rough so Nebraska spots. plays BCU, which I don't recognize. So I'll just give him probably Boston there. College. It's not like a Boston College. No? It's like a it's a it's a non Big Ten team. Then oh. Ohio State okay, lost. Illinois hopefully a win. Mississippi State or Mississippi State Michigan State should be a win. And then they end the season with Iowa. So maybe two wins there. So tough. I was yeah. a solid football team, yeah. and they're going to get beat by Michigan State. So. Both teams are not very well, good. They're going to beat Illinois. <laughs> yeah, I both mean, teams hope so. hopefully are not good. So we'll see what happens. It's going to be a race <laughs> to the best. And then uh, sure. I'm just trying to 
We'll, we'll take some time from front page news. Uh, UCLA has Oregon or has Utah loss, Oregon loss, Arizona State toss probably up. loss, US, USC huh? probably loss, Stanford probably a loss. Oh man! So they're two win football team. So and it's basically the the race to the race to the race two. to three. The race to two. No, because UCLA's got two in a row. Yeah, UCLA's oh, right. the race to three. I'm in the most wins going forward. Oh, it's a race to oh. three total. Yeah. <laughs> Give me, I'm still. Hey, I'll take, take Scott Frost there. I stick. I stick with my my Chip Kelly pick. <laughs> you with the lead, huh? Scott Frost is good at losing games. Um, Texas State loses by six on the road to UL Monroe. That's fantastic. Uh, Utah beats USC forty-one to twenty-eight uh, on the Pac-12. And gentlemen, I think that is going to do it for. The college football week that was good. Well, we got a. We're definitely over. We got to hit a break. What? What are you? What are you cheering for? I, I know I'm cheering against our podcast right now, but Tevin Coleman scoring a touchdown is good for me in fantasy. Well, this Which is the is. amateur hour, so drink for that. Yeah, uh, I'll gladly finish my beer. The score is now 19 to six. Um, we have a plus four and a half on the Giants. Not looking good. It's, it's, it's looked better. It, it looked, looked better. better than it was zero zero. Looked better earlier. Uh, but we got to do chicken wing guesses and uh, hit a break. Yeah, we do. Gentlemen, guesses on chicken wings this week. Um, knowing Chad was going to be out in Atlanta and you having the inside trader info on me coming this week, I'm going classic Buffalo here. Ooh, great guess. Dale. He knew you were coming? He did know I was coming. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> There's a surprise for you. It was I a good surprise. surprise um, I'm going to go knowing that Chad wasn't going to be here. He's going to go back. To my favorite, mango hop, mango habanero. Even though your favorite is garlic parm, it's not my favorite. You guys said that. It's not <laughs> true. It's not true. It's on record. It's man. mango hop. I'm going mango habanero, and got, that's it. I got oh, lots of right. tapes. What's uh, Domingo going with? Oh, he's asleep. Okay, I didn't even see that. He was asleep. <laughs> All right, it's well, we're well, gonna sleep with his eyes open. Shit. We're gonna hit a break. Come out with uh, some Texas Ten. We'll be right back with some more sports buzz. Well, y'all come back now, you hear? Do you feel the buzz or is it just me? Trust me, something in the bed just above me. Something like a dream state, you call it a clean break. Do you feel the buzz, baby? Do you feel the buzz? Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Dale. Got Coach and Ballot here. Uh, update on the show bet. Giants just scored a touchdown. It is under review. So uh, hopefully we're looking at 20 to 13 Falcons. Uh, trying to get uh, inside that plus four and a half that uh, I thought was going to be a, a, a solid pick. Yeah, but if you're a Saquon Barkley owner, he just got in the end zone. So hopefully that stands because you will be very happy. This is the amateur hour. Go ahead and drink for that. We're not talking about uh, your fantasy team. We don't you know care. The, the worst thing is I love last week when we picked this game in in, uh, in our first impressions, I'm new one, Dale. The, the line was plus six oh, Giants. Oh, no. <laughs> like we if we would have picked this one at open, we would have uh, been closer. We'd be closer. <laughs> Uh, plenty of time for Eli to win or lose this one for us, so we will see. God, do you guys forget how to open beers? What's going on? It, it's uh, you it's guys, slipped. I'm doing my part. Actually, Coach, you're very admirable. Uh, this one is solely falling on uh, on Dale here. That's on me. It, it spilled down my sleeve. Uh, it'll be a little, little, little soggy. It's cool. We'll get Lon in a little here cold. in a little bit. <laughs> um, um, we got to get into... Oh, we're having a Buffalo. Classic Buffalo. Coach Hot was right. Damn. Coach was right. Uh, but hey, let's get into Texas Ten. Um, no game this past week. That's right. So not really a whole lot to talk about other than uh, maybe the Sam Ellinger injury saga. Let's hit that real quick. It looks like he's gonna play. Uh, he has been throwing. Um, they hope that he can throw seventy-five to eighty balls on by Thursday. Uh, with a real ball. They said he's throwing Nerf balls. balls. He might be. (laughs) They said he threw uh, some Nerf balls and then threw about 15 to 20 um, real balls today in practice. Cotton balls. The real question that I have for Tom Herman, was he throwing the Nerf ball with the whistle or not? Because I really need to hear that whistle from Sam. I love the whistle. Love that whistle. 
Um, but the yeah, college football would be so much cooler if they played with the ball of the tail. <laughs> so awesome. So quick, quick show bet update. Uh, the touchdown stands. It's twenty to twelve, and the Giants are going for two to get this game oh. closer. So oh. there is hope, fellas. Big hope. Um, so like Dale said, there is no Texas game last week for us to recap. Oklahoma State coming up next, but we thought we would take this week to explore the many different ways that Texas could find their way into the college football playoffs. And I'm going to go ahead and say it for the sake of the conversation. This is a, a jinx free zone. Okay. Okay. For the, for the next call it 10 ish Texas minutes. There's, there's no way to jinx the outcome because we need all of these things to happen pretty much perfectly for Texas to even have a chance to make it in. Right now, we're ranked at six, sitting at six and one with that horrid loss to Maryland. But let's start with the first thing. The most obvious, Texas has to win out. Of course. There could of course. Be, there could be no more L's on Texas's uh You uh, have to beat West Virginia. Schedule. Have to beat West Virginia at home. Have to beat Texas Tech in Lubbock. Yep. And, and, you and can almost, Iowa State at home. Well, yeah, we have Iowa State, but it's luckily not in eight. Yeah, but let's not forget, Iowa State has been an upset machine. They gave Oklahoma a tough game. They beat TCU in Ames. TCU is not very good. Correct, but that's TCU has been a problem for Texas yes. up until this year. Um, so Iowa State is definitely one of those games that needs to be marked as well. West Virginia is the big one circled. For sure. Yep. And and then we'll have to win the Big 12 championship game, which right now looks like the most likely opponent would be OU. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which I, I really, I'm going to go ahead and say it, I hate the idea of having to beat a rival twice in one year. Well, let's be fair, West Virginia still has to play Oklahoma, and the winner of sure. that will determine definitely. And it all depends on margin of victory as well. There's a lot of things that play into this, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. But you're right, OU is the probably the the better the likely chance. Yeah. Um, and if that happens, it would be a game at what? AT&T Stadium, right? Yeah. My dad was looking at tickets uh, the other day. Yeah. I told him, don't buy them yet. You'll just probably jinx it. But <laughs> right now, jinx-free zone. So, John, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so, beyond the obvious of Texas needing to win out, not only their regular season games, but also the Big 12 championship, we have a couple of teams. Really, we just need one of these teams to find an L- in the upcoming weeks. Well, maybe two. Maybe two. Maybe one or two. At least, at definitely one. Maybe two, depending on who they are. Just real quickly, it's Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, LSU, and Michigan. And what I'd like to do is dive into their schedules and try to find a loss here. And let's go ahead and start in the SEC with Alabama. Their next games include LSU on the road. Mississippi State at home. They have a cupcake game against the Citadel on the road. Nothing that matters. And then they have the Iron Bowl to end the season. Call me crazy. Don't you dare say what I think you're about to say. But they look like there's two games on this schedule that are losable. <laughs> you're crazy. <laughs> um, there's one game that they have to, to try. Don't disrespect LSU like that, Dale. Okay, that is that is uncalled for. Here's the thing: I'm not going to disrespect Auburn because the rivalry games are unpredictable in college football. Um, so they do have to win the Iron Bowl to close this season out. Yes. However, they need to beat LSU, and Texas needs them to beat LSU. So, for as much as we hate Nick Saban, we're going to be riding that roll tide train all yeah. the way into December. Because if LSU beats Alabama. Then LSU vaults to two or three, one or two in the country, and we probably have another two SEC. And Alabama can still get in. Alabama can still get in. What if Alabama though loses both in the SEC championship to the SEC East champion, most likely Georgia, potentially a Kentucky team, someone of that nature? That's not good either. Well, Georgia, yeah, that's that's not good either. Um, That means. By the way, I haven't thought out this whole conversation, so I'm learning with you guys right now. Georgia's right behind Texas in the AP poll and in front of Texas in the coaches poll. So um, people are still high on Georgia even after their ass whooping to LSU. So, um, I mean, we could even use a Georgia upset from 
a Kentucky or Vanderbilt, some some random <clears throat> team to play. So Georgia's a team you still have to watch out for, especially coming out of the weaker SEC East. Staying in the SEC, just looking at LSU, they've got Alabama, the game we just mentioned. They go to Arkansas, they go to Rice, and then they have to go to A&M to end the season as well. So you guys are saying we're rooting for Alabama and yes. hoping that LSU loses at least one like, of these games, a maybe a game against A&M? A two-loss LSU is not getting in, yeah. regardless of what they what they do. I mean, yeah. Are you they, saying we got to root for Texas A&M to end the season? No, that's we need no to fun. root for Alabama no, to make Alabama LSU a two-loss team. Have to root for yeah, well, that's good. Then it doesn't matter. It makes me feel better. Um, so basically, Alabama's getting in, and we we are in fan. We are fans of that. We have to be. We have to be. We have to be. Even if we have to play them, we have to be. Okay. I mean, if we're there, we're there. Moving on then to the second-ranked team, Clemson, undefeated right now in the ACC. Right now, they have their next games at Florida State. Then they go. Then they host Louisville. They go to Boston College. They host Duke, and to end the season, they host the Gamecocks in South Carolina. I think the only game they can possibly lose is South Carolina. I don't see any any other game on there. Florida State's not very good. Um, every other team you mentioned is is pretty trash. We got We literally have to root for South Carolina. And they're hosting Duke. I think if it was at Duke. We could look at that game as potentially Duke showing up and giving Clemson a loss, but... You just never know what you're going to get from the Blue Devils. No, you don't. And I, I think Duke is a game that if they overlook, they could potentially lose, even at home, honestly. I mean, they almost lost to Syracuse this year, so... Yeah, let, yeah they did. Let's be fair. I mean, Clemson is vulnerable at times, but I think at home against Duke is a good spot. South Carolina does look like the one chance that we have for them to get a loss. South Carolina, a rivalry game. Obviously, you can't count that out. And then I think if you squint really, really, really hard, you can find a way for them to lose at Boston College. On the road, a Boston, a Boston College team decent. that has played good. They have, in the past, upset teams at home. I, w- I wish I wish this game was on like a Thursday night. That would be the perfect recipe for yeah. a, a Clemson upset. Oh, yeah. But, <clears throat> you know, the harder you think about that Duke game, too, Duke's had a pretty, pretty good... Pretty good season. It sounds so weird to say it's not. It's not basketball season yet. But Duke and Syracuse have had decent football years, which is so weird, so strange. So obviously, we need Clemson to to drop one of those games. Uh, moving on out of the conferences, let's look at Notre Dame, undefeated, with some pretty some pretty good looking wins over Michigan to start the season. Um, a Notre, a, I guess a Vanderbilt team we thought was is okay. Stanford. Uh, they beat Virginia Tech, but they've got Navy, Northwestern, Florida State, Syracuse, and SC on the docket. I, I feel like we gotta. I, th- I feel like Northwestern has got to be the game here that we that that comes together, right? That's a tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. Is it? Where's it at? That game's in Notre Dame. Um. Okay. That one's that's the one you want to play in Chicago if you're uh yeah if you're a Northwestern for sure. fan. I I still like that that Navy game. Um, I feel like that's one of those that people are going to overlook. Navy hasn't played great, but that's it. It's at Navy. But you never know with the Naval Academy. You never know with any of the the Armed Forces schools of what they're going to show with and what team is going to show up because. If Notre Dame's not ready for that triple option, that shit will fuck you up. And the only thing that makes me I worried, love that. The only thing that makes me worried about this is they played Pitt last week. And Pitt runs a triple option. Hmm. So they literally just saw it. Pitt lost by five points, nineteen fourteen. Okay. So they stole they stole Navy's Thunder on the triple option side. But again, on the road. This is totally a game that Notre Dame could overlook. I I like I like Navy. Um yeah, and South Carolina still—you never know with them. Uh, it's it's uh, USC. Oh, USC. You said yeah. SC. I wasn't sure if you meant SC. My CEO went to USC. He's always called it SC. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Dude, never Notre know. Notre Dame. Notre Dame. In the playoffs is gonna be so lame. It's gonna be so boring. Why though? Because they're just lame. They are kind of lame, dude. An independent school, though. I I like 
I like the way Notre Dame has played. I mean, I, are they still I just, technically independent, or are they playing? They they are an independent school that has to play in a power conference to for the recognition. Like they are a part of what the ACC. I think I technically, say. yeah, right. They're part of ACC as far as conference scheduling goes, but they are still an independent school. Okay. Um, I mean, I just, I just like Notre Dame. I think that once they made the quarterback change. That was huge for them. Yeah, Ian Books is good. Um, and, and I think that's been the difference for them going down the stretch. I really think they can run the tables, which is a very dangerous thing to do. Yep. Yep. Uh, that that SC, that USC game is in California. So that's a potential potential game we could look for. Um, next, we already talked about LSU. Michigan. This feels like the team with the most opportunities to lose. They sure. go... Two Penn State in two weeks. I got to buy this week. Oh, Still got Ohio State too. They got well. They got Rutgers and they got to play Indiana. Oh, watch out for Rutgers in Indiana. Mm. Watch out for Rutgers. We've been saying Indiana's due for due for a win, and then they they get Ohio State, you know, at Michigan. So that could be a scary one too, because if Ohio State wins that game handily in in Ann Arbor, then you could see Ohio State jump back in to the top five as a one-loss team, especially if they win the Big Ten. That's mm. what worries me about that game if neither one of those teams have lost before that game happens. Yeah, the biggest problem is Michigan losing to Ohio State and then Ohio State winning yes. the Big Ten. Um, that potentially becomes a bigger problem for Texas, especially if they don't get to or can't win the Big 12 championship. That would be huge against them. Yeah, that's game over. Um, but I think Penn State has the opportunity to beat Michigan, and if Penn State can beat Michigan and Michigan beat Ohio State, that's the best recipe for Texas in the Big Ten. It's, you know, it's really too bad that Maryland and Purdue haven't played each other, because then we could say that if Maryland had beat Purdue, that we could argue we're legit against Ohio State. Maryland's, Maryland's a, I mean, Purdue's a legit team. They beat. I mean, Maryland beat them, and uh, no. Uh, that's 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 silly. <laughs> um, Texas so, just has to win. So that's the scenario. We we're so what are where are our potential our big losses we're looking for? We want Alabama to win out, except against Auburn. Uh, we need Clemson to lose to either Boston College, Duke, or South Carolina. Yeah. Notre Dame, maybe to to Navy, maybe to Northwestern, and we need LSU to lose all of these games. And the more I say it out loud, the more it looks like that Texas is definitely not going to the playoffs this year. Yeah, it's going to take a lot. And it's, I mean, it's probably. You see one crazy thing to happen. It's probably a thousand to one odds. But I'd take a thousand to one odds right now. You know somebody? I'd bet on You know a guy? I don't. But you might. I know a guy. Or Uncle Mac might. Um, But honestly, you know what? Like, at the end of the day, like, if we're looking at a one-loss Texas team going into the Big 12 championship, like. We've got to be extremely happy as Texas fans. Of like course. this is this is the step in the direction that we wanted. We didn't need to go to the college football playoffs this year. That was not the expectation. Obviously, it can be the goal, but like it was not an expectation. After that and, loss to Maryland, did you guys expect Texas to be a six and one football team? I mean, I I had to wait because just like last year, we played Maryland much better. And then we did what we did against Oklahoma. And, like, those were the things that had to be seen. We beat TCU. We beat Oklahoma. These are huge things. Um, So, honestly, it's just – it's a step in the right direction. And I feel like we're playing with house money. And that's okay. I'm 100% okay with that. I want to see Texas run the table, though, and get to the Big 12 because that's the important thing at this point. Like reevaluating now, yeah, the Big Twelve is the most important game to get to the championship. So, but other than that, I'm beyond pleased with this Texas team. Yeah, no, let's let's move on from from the Texas ten. Uh, quick update on the show bet. Whoever the fuck this guy is kicking field goals now for uh, the Falcons, who is not Matt Bryant. He's the goat. Uh, he just kicked a fifty six yarder to make it a twenty three to twelve game. Yeah, even the players on the Falcons side. Calvin Ridley just everybody's free. Well, Calvin Ridley went to Alabama, so he's not Georgi- used to seeing Giorgio fifty yard field goals. Giorgio Tavecchio. <laughs> that dude is Italian as fuck. And he's kicking 
He's bombing it. From everywhere. He's got a 50 and a 50, 60 yard. Yeah, not bad. Plus a 40 yard. Let's get into front page news, Ballad. The front page news as we went over time for front page news. So we're going straight into first impressions. I like it. Uh, Starting in San Marcos, New Mexico State, the Aggies, Uncle Tom's daughter's current school. Your cousin. My cousin. Also my uncle. Playing on my Bobcats. Right now, the Bobcats opened a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I don't know if the Bobcats have ever been favored in a game. I'm going to this one. I got, I got permission from the lady to go down for alumni weekend. I'm pretty excited about it, but Dale, give me your first impression. Well, it's homecoming. Uh, going to be a rowdy party. It's going to be fun. Um, yeah, give me the Bobcats. By three. Uh, yeah, I'm taking the Bobcats here, too. I think that... Oh, uh, I know. Sorry, the New Mexico State <laughs> is garbage, and the Bobcats can be up for this game. So, uh, give me the Bobcats here, at least by at least by three. Make it a close one, Coach. I'm gonna play contrarian. Uh, these are two fucking terrible teams uh, <laughs> that we have just watched to lose games, especially the gambling side of games, uh, all year for us. Uh, so I feel bad for Uncle Mac. But I'm going to ride the original Uncle Mac train. I'm going with New Mexico State against the Bobcats. Here we go. Uh, another Texas team actually going out of the state this week. Texas is going to play Oklahoma in Stillwater. Cowboys are a three-point home dog. Coach, give me your first impression. <laughs> Wait, which game is this? Uh, Texas, Texas versus and Oak, Oklahoma Oak state. state. Yeah, I'm taking Texas. <laughs> Oklahoma State has just been on a downward spiral. Uh, I cut off my mullet because Gundy, I mean, he just, it's not a good look for me anymore. It's certainly not a good look for him. So, all horns up. I'm taking long horns here, but I have something I have to, something to say about what you just said about our Bobcats. On the betting side, they've been money. Against the spread, win, win, loss, win, push. Pretty good. A push? Like that's pretty good. Damn, we don't, first we don't impression like ties on here, so that's a loss. <laughs> my first impression again, not how that works. <laughs> my first impression with Texas and Oak State uh, is that this line is not even close to where it should be. Maybe, maybe Vegas knows something I don't, but uh, Oklahoma State has gotten worked. Um, Texas should be able to run away with this thing, and honestly, I feel like this is my lock of the week: Texas over Oak State. Oh, don't do that! I did it! I did it! You know how many locks this guy has won? None. Zero. Zero. Yeah, exactly. Texas winning big. <laughs> well, that was that was rude for, for so many. He said it was a no jinx zone. Wait, that, the no jinx zone is over. Texas 10. It's over. The, oh man. By and the I, way, you want you don't want to think Vegas knew something? Texas only opened as a one and a half point favorite in this game. It's been bet up to minus. Oh three. my god! If I could have got it at one and, and you, a half, you want to know? I some, bet the fucking house. You don't want to know bet some the fans. Uh, the Giants the have gone for a QB sneak two times in a row, and Eli Manning just can't even reach for a yard. Like that's how bad the Giants. No timeouts. Are. There's 16 seconds left. It's third and goal. Give it to Barkley. No, he's going full oh. QB sneak again, three in a row, and he throws it. OBJ! Touchdown. They're going to call it a touchdown. I can't believe that. Oh, my God. Absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's not going to matter much. They need the two-point conversion for us to cash, which is going to matter. But This is not good. Boom, boom. That's two feet. All they have to do is kick a field goal, and we... And we recover. And we cover. Oh, guys, we got to move on. Miami is going to travel to Boston College, where Miami is a a three-and-a-half-point home... I'm sorry, road favorite. Uh... Dale, first impression, Boston College, three and a half points at home. Um, Give me the home dog. God damn it. I was going to take the home dog. <laughs> Beat you to it. Um, I'm still going to take the home dog. Uh, I was way wrong on Miami this year. I think Boston College is a pretty good team. And at home, I'm going to get them in the in the zone of, of winning games. Yes! yes! Oh my god! And Saquon Barkley rushes for the two-point conversion is 20 to 23. We're gonna cash either way, regardless of how this last five seconds We did out. it. We did it, boys. We cash. I told you I money. told you the Giants are notorious for losing close games. Where, where's Lil Wayne at? Where'd he go? Cash. Yeah, you. 
Cash Money Records where dreams are made. Uh, give me the road favorite on this one. All right, Miami on the road. Oh, give me the chain, baby. Give me the chain. That was fucking exciting. Really laying these up for Coach. He's got New Mexico State on the road and Miami on the road. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, Wisconsin. He's going to travel to Northwestern. Take on the Wildcats. Northwestern, a six-point home dog here. First impression. <laughs> uh, Wisconsin keeps playing close games. I hope it stays close. Northwestern, I hope, gets back on track. So give me the home dog. Give me the Wildcats. All right, I am, ooh, I wish this was seven. I would love to see a seven here, but I'll take it at six. I'll take Northwestern here. I think they're, I think Wisconsin, I wonder what their motivation is in this game. Um, After after their uh, playoff hopes have been diminished, uh, give me Northwestern here. I'll take them as a home dog. Dale? Yeah, just so uh, you and Uncle Mac can get back on a, a good a good side of the the number, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and take Wisconsin to cover this thing. All righty, uh, Purdue, the Boilermakers are going to travel to Lansing take on Michigan State. <laughs> Michigan State, a two and a half point favorite right now. Dale, come on, you give me your first impression. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and go with the uh, Michigan State. Spartans, because I do not believe that Purdue is real. I think that was a fluke game. I would love to take Purdue here, but I think the spot is really, really bad. Purdue coming off probably their school's biggest win in the in the last decade, maybe maybe even bigger. Uh, Michigan State coming off a loss to a big rival. I think it's a bad letdown spot for Purdue, and I think Michigan State is going to be hungry to come out and put on a, a show for the fans i don't want to say it but i got to i'm gonna take michigan state here oh Coach. yeah i'm riding this uh boil notice uh give me the boilermakers Damn it. <laughs> man I really... y'all set me up for so many wins i know week. i really hate myself in this whole thing uh coach <laughs> iowa traveling to penn state penn state a five and a half point favorite what's your first impression Five and a half. I think Penn State wins by a field goal. Give me, uh, give me the Hawkeyes. I'm gonna take Penn State here. I'm gonna lay the points. I'm gonna buy a touchdown, Dale. Uh, I feel like Coach has got the right picks. So I'm gonna go with Iowa. Oh. Well then, you know, you just show up and just start making picks, and again, then they're the right picks. Okay. Well, I just feel like he's he's on a roll right now. Yeah. I've taken some time off. I've been watching a ton of sports. C <laughs> Bowl season 2017. Hey, well, we don't need to talk about that. That's, that's, that's not. What about 2016? Was that better? It, no, no, it was not. No, was not. <laughs> Go to the SEC. Florida gonna travel to Georgia. Take on the Bulldogs. Seven and a half point favorites. Uh, for Georgia at home, world's biggest outdoor cocktail party. What's your first impression, Dale? Uh, man, I don't like this at all. Uh, because I want both of them to lose. But uh, the smart pick would be to take Georgia. But uh, I'm gonna go with Florida to cover seven and possibly win this game outright. Uh, I'm taking Florida here too. I'm taking them at at my at plus seven and a half. Uh, I've been telling myself. Damn it, I'm going to give you Georgia here. Oh, but I, I just, I just got to go with it. You got to. These close games, these, you know, they're 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 field goal games. So I'm, I'm taking Florida here. I mean, I was going to take the Shark Fuckers, but, <laughs> you know, I think Evander Holyfield's son knows how to punch his way out of a shark's stomach. So, uh, and that applies to Gators as well. So give me the Bulldogs. I'm not going to be surprised. I don't even know what I'm saying. By the way, part. I'm not going to be surprised at all when Georgia wins by like, 1740. <laughs> uh coach, Kentucky traveling to Mizzou to take on the Tigers. Right now, Mizzou is a seven half point favorite. First impression. My boy Drew Locke, baby. Give me the Tigers at home. Oh, Mr. Backpack? Mr. Steal your sign, motherfucker. Uh, here's where I got you this time. Wrong team favorite in this one, baby. Oh, I believe it. Kentucky. <laughs> Will win outright. I'll take the seven and a half. You're going to give it to me. Give, hey, I'm just give me not, the I'm not going to break my principles, okay? You steal a sign. You stole my heart. We're good. <laughs> Dale, first impression, Kentucky-Mizzou. I can't believe Mizzou's a seven and a half point favorite. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
Yeah, I gotta go. I'm Ken- telling you, Kentucky. I gotta go. I gotta go, Kentucky. Damn it! That's how I know it's a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and time I'm like, "There's no way," and then, and then Dale's like, "Well, there's definitely no way." And, and then, then Dale's like, "It's my lock." And then we're <laughs> no, like, "Fuck no!" no I, I would not make that my lock. No, you really fucked up lock. on your lock. I'm gonna make it my lock. That's, that's <laughs> the lock of the week. Did you make a lock, Coach? You got an opportunity right here. Washington State gonna go to Stanford. For Stanford's a two and a half point favorite. First impression. Oh yeah, dude. Two and a half point favorite. Yeah, wrong team favored. Give me the Pirates because they know how to unlock a treasure chest. That's my lock of the week. They're actually a cougar. Oh yeah, but they're captained by a pirate. Right. And when 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 a pirate is in charge of cougars, you know they're about to conquer a land. So give me Washington State, the Cougars, and the Mike Leach Pirates. All combined, they're going to beat Stanford. I'm taking Washington State here as well, Dale. We all agree. I'm to go with Washington State. All right, I'm taking Stanford then. That's a lock. <laughs> no, you can't change your pick. You made your pick. Yeah, that's my lock of the week. You you might want to jump on that bandwagon. You know what? I would. Jump <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, gentlemen, that was first impressions. And we are way over. So far over on time. <laughs> yeah, it's we're... funny. The one week. That we don't have a Texas game to recap, our Texas 10 goes for like 15. Yeah. It happens. And, and the one week that uh, wrestling world championships happen, uh, ballot's not caught up. So yeah, well, we don't talk about it. We know that people wrestled. That is for certain. I'm pretty sure Jordan Burroughs won. <laughs> there are new champions. I didn't see wrestling sure. Twitter losing their mind, so I could only assume that Jordan Burroughs got a gold medal. All right. Well, that's probably a good assumption. That was, no. first, that was a nightcap. That was a first impressions nightcap sponsored by Strange Lambury, all that. All wrapped in one. Our show bet hit. Show bet did hit. We did it. We did it, boys. Baby. Hey, if you would have listened to me last week, I'd be two in a row on uh, Monday Night Football Damn. picks, just so you know. Uh, but well, I am uh, starting. down three games on the weekend. I'm so starting no I'm starting my streak <laughs> right now, uh, making Monday Night Football picks. So just listen to me next week. Um, coach, it was a hell of a surprise. Thanks for being here, man. Hey, it was great to be back, guys. I uh, appreciate you having me on. Hopefully, we'll see you next Monday. Hey, we'll see. Ballad, thank you for pressing buttons. I don't mean to be rude or nothing, but I'll pass. Okay. Well, I'll see you next week. Uh, I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Until next week, we're the Sports Buzz, and we are... Oh! Peace! This party is officially over. Trader? I, I, it's cross promotion. Did you hear what he said? I promoted us. He was on another podcast.